You're listening to the Digitally Irresistible Podcast, where we cover the optimization of digital technologies and irresistible people. Brought to you by iCore. Each episode features someone who sheds a little more light on the ins and outs of delivering a great employee and customer experience that has a measurable impact on the business. And now, here's today's guest. Welcome to another episode of the Digitally Irresistible Podcast. I'm your host, Bernie Borges. Our guest today is David Ricard, Vice President at Everest Group. Welcome, David. Thanks, Bernie. Good to be here. Glad to have you. You know, David, you are our first guest on the podcast outside of iCore. So, hey, congratulations on that. And we are planning to have others, but hey, you're our first and glad to have you. I'm looking forward to discussing really what is the state of the customer experience management sector within BPO. In fact, you at Everest Group call it the CXM. I love the acronym because that is a mouthful. So we're going to talk about the, the current state of the CXM sector within BPO, where it is today and where we're headed in the years to come. But first, let's begin with your introduction and an introduction to Everest Group. Thanks, Bernie. Yes, uh, hi, everyone. I'm Dave Ricard. So I'm a vice president here at Everest Group. Um, I'm based in the UK, but I cover our business globally. Um, and I look after our customer experience management practice, as well as working on our sourcing and vendor management area. Um, I've been with Everest Group about six months now. Um, prior to being at Everest Group, I'd spent a couple of years in consulting where I led the outsourcing practice. And then before that, I'd been at Microsoft for nearly 18 years as a senior procurement director. And I was responsible for contact center outsourcing of the consumer business. So I've been in the industry quite a long time. Very relevant background, David. Thank you for sharing that. So why don't we begin with, um, according to some of the data that you publish at Everest Group, what is the current size of the outsourced CXM market? Yeah, we, we just recently published some of this data. And actually, what we saw is a bit of a surprise, actually. So the 2020 data puts the market around about 89 to $91 billion a year in terms of spend. And actually, we originally thought that that may have dropped slightly last year um, due to the pandemic. But actually, we've seen it's increased by about 3 to 5%. And probably because, because the outsourcing market got back quicker to working. And also, we saw increased demand. So we've actually seen it uh, increase. And we're actually expecting it to continue to increase on the region of, again, 3 to 5% over the next couple of years. So real growth in the outsourcing market. Okay. Well, we like that at ICO, of course. Um, are you seeing that growth in specific industries or verticals? Yeah, I mean, I think there's been growth across all areas. Um, but the areas that we've seen the biggest growth are in the technology and fast growth technology areas. So there's a lot of these sort of online retailers and online brands. Um, sort of direct-to-door and direct-to-consumer type brands have really taken off during the pandemic. Retail, we saw a massive growth in retail. Again, as people move from traditional shops and bricks and mortar to actually having to shop online and therefore the, the outsourcing requirements grew. And then we also saw the obvious growth in government, where governments were having to put things such as COVID, track and trace, et cetera, in. So that's the three sectors where we saw double-digit growth. So across the technology, across retail and e-tail, and then across the government sector. Okay. It makes sense. What about geographically? Are you seeing any specific growth in certain regions of the world? No, we're not actually. We're seeing actually considerably sort of relevantly flat growth across all of the geos. So that means they're all growing at the same pace. The only area we've seen slightly grow, um, greater growth is in the Middle East and African region. 
and that's probably again as as people have got used to outsourcing or started to move towards outsourcing and historically that's been a lower market for for outsourcing but typically across the developed markets where they've been outsourcing for a while the growth has been consistently flat or fairly flat Interesting. Okay. Not what I would have guessed, but okay. Interesting. I'd rather have the facts than just my, my speculation. What are you seeing in some of the major trends in, in the CXM industry and in the B, CXM sector of the BPO industry? Yeah, we're seeing a real push towards digital CXM, as we call it. So digital uh, customer experience management. And, and, and at Everest Group, we think about digital CXM as not only being the technology. So not only things like analytics or RPA, or intelligent virtual agents or bots, as some people would call them, or AI. But it's also all the services that sit around um, digital CXMs, and that might be things like customer journey mapping, design thinking, or consulting. So we've seen a real growth in that area. We were actually thinking that for, for 2022, we would have seen a um, about a $5 billion growth in that to get it to about $11 billion market. Well, actually, we saw that massively increase, and we actually saw it increase to $17 billion. Um, or we, we're anticipating it to be that region in 2022. So an extra, um, an extra $6 billion on top of where we expected, all driven by, we believe, COVID and actually the need for companies to really accelerate their digital transformation as they needed to move their offerings online, needed to also have better business continuity, which could be facilitated by digital um, agents, et cetera. So all those things drove a bigger increase than, than we originally expected. Interesting. I was going to ask you what 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 the the driver is behind that. You answered my question. You said it's COVID, but I'm wondering if it's also just the um, the ongoing evolution of digital transformation. Do you, you really think it's mostly COVID driven, or is there an element of digital transformation also playing a role in in that growth? Oh no, definitely. Digital transformation has been coming, and it's going to continue coming. I think that the the thing that we've seen is that COVID accelerated some of that, but it was coming okay. anyway. Um, we did a study a little while ago, and there were four main reasons why companies did sort of try to accelerate their digital um, journeys and their digital transformation. 47% of that, of, of the respondents, said it's because of their customers are more digitally enabled. So their customers are expecting those, those um, experiences to, to be happening, so therefore they need to keep pace. 57% said it was to reduce cost, which again, in, in the outsourcing and support world, that's a constant pressure that you'll face, which is to reduce your cost. So we've seen that. 55%, it was around creating market differentiation. So we see that quite a lot in the fintech sector, et cetera, where people are really trying to differentiate their brand and they're looking at that from a digital experience perspective. And then 49% said that they really wanted to try and achieve that 360 degree view of their customer, which any of us have been in the industry a long time. We've been striving to get a 360 degree view of customers forever. Well, actually, that that digital and actually having all of your assets through digital channels um, is seen as a way of achieving that. So that's the four reasons. But COVID sort of accelerated it, but it was coming yeah. anyway. Yeah. Okay. Good point. Thank thank you for that uh, that distinction and for sharing those data points as well. So, where do you see CXM service providers investing heavily? Yeah, I think what we're seeing is that we're seeing a lot of investment in technology and the capabilities around digital CXM. So it's being able to bring, whether it's CCAS, or contact center as a service solutions, or end-to-end -end solutions. It's about bringing the things such as analytics, intelligent virtual agents, bringing the technology to play. And what we're seeing is that, that service providers and, and outsourcers 
are trying to own the end-to-end -end journey and they want to be there at the start and the finish. So helping to design the experience, then delivering the experience through either technology or agents, then providing the insights and analytics, and then continually improving that. And, and service providers are moving from being just the providing the, the, the agent who answers the phone to actually providing the end-to-end -end solution. Okay. You know, David, everything that we're discussing is what we say in America, inside baseball. So that is that is a euphemism in, in the United States, meaning that we're in the industry. So we're talking about the industry. But what about the consumer? We're all consumers, right? What's the impact on the consumer who needs support on all these growth factors, all these trends that we, we're discussing here? What is the impact to the end consumer? Yeah, that's a great question. I think that if, if you're a consumer who wants to have those channels, and as I said, a lot of the digital movement has been forced because customers are expecting it, then I think it gives you more choice. You can get served when you want, where you want. I think one of the things that companies and the best customer service companies in the world are thinking about, though, is not every com not, not, not every one of your customers is going to want to be digitally served and will still want to talk to an agent. Um, as an example, my mum doesn't have the internet. So she can't be digitally served, so she does still need to phone somebody. So I think that what we're seeing is that, that most customers or a lot of consumers are very happy with being pushed to digital channels, and they prefer that, especially the younger demographic. But actually, the best companies are thinking about the all-round solution because not every customer is going to want to be served in one of those digital channels. And for certain type of calls, it's actually better to be speaking to a person. So. I think that's where we're seeing it. And I think the consumer will get a better choice and a better experience over time. Yeah. And at iCore, we, we refer to that as, as omni-channel support, right? Just meet the customer where they are, whatever channel they prefer. And you alluded to that as well. So yeah, thank you for totally. that. I want to come back to something um, as we get close to wrapping up here. It's something you actually said early in our conversation. I want to come back to it. And that is really, where do you see the CXM sector going over the next, say, three to five years? Yeah, we're expecting it to continue to grow at a, a pretty rapid rate. And I think that the, what will change, though, is the mix. So we were, we're talking about the market being 89, 91 billion, with 17 billion that being digital CXM. And what we're expecting is that the proportion of digital CXM will grow quicker and the more traditional contact center work will shrink quite away. It won't ever go away but it will slowly shrink away and then more digital CXM will, will take over. So we're expecting growth. It will just be the proportion of digital that will grow. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Um, okay. So last question, David, and that is when you're not working, what do you like to do for fun? Yeah. Fun's an interesting word. I mean, for me, I think that you might have told by the pictures behind me, I've, I've got a couple of boxer dogs. So they take up quite a lot of my time. They need a bit of walking. Um, so walking the dogs is, is something that my wife and I like to do together. Uh, and then the other thing is I've just started playing golf again. So I used to play regularly. I used to have three friends that we played with regularly. And then we all had children. Um, and that sort of put pay to golf. So we've just started to try and take that up again. And it shows how long ago it was. The kids are turning 20 now. So it is a long time ago since we played regularly. But I've just started trying to get back into that. Now I'm not having to be a taxi driver for my kids now they're a bit older. Good for you. Well, golf is, is a, is a fun hobby. If you can, if you can make the time for it, cause it is time consuming for sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, David, before we sign off here, where would you like to send our viewer or listener to learn more about everything you've got going on at Everest group? 
Yeah, thanks, buddy. I mean, what I would say is take a visit to everestgroup.com and it's group is spelled with GRP, so it's everestgrp.com. We've got a lot of our content on there. We've got a lot of free content in terms of blogs that we've written recently. Some of our reports that we've produced are also free to, 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 to non-members of our subscription services as well. So I, I would recommend taking a look there. Um, and, and there's lots of great content and you can get in contact with analysts if you've got any specific questions. Fantastic. We will, of course, uh, link that up in our show notes page. David, I just want to thank you for taking some time out of your busy schedule to join me here on this episode of the Digitally Irresistible podcast to talk about, you know, where we are in the CXM sector and BPO and where we're headed. So thank you so much. Brilliant. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Bernie. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Digitally Irresistible podcast, where we cover the optimization of digital technologies and irresistible people delivering a great employee and customer experience that has a measurable impact on the business. Brought to you by iCore. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast player so you don't miss future episodes.